and welcome to the Kids Planet Podcast. An opportunity to explore the highs and lows of raising under fives. Here's your host, Victoria Jones. Hello and welcome to this episode of All Things Early Years, where today we're chatting to two guests about mental health and why it's important to raise awareness for World Mental Health Day, which falls this year on the 10th of October. So welcome Lucy and Leanne. How are you both? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Good, brilliant, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, for agreeing to to do this podcast. If you want to just introduce introduce yourselves and um, tell us a little bit about your role um, and where it fits into the world of of mental health, that'd be great. Go on, Lucy, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) So, hi, everybody. So, my name's Lucy Sweeney. Um, I'm the Wellbeing Manager for Kids Planet. So my role is to support the mental health and well-being of our wonderful staff um, across the whole of the organisation. Um, so as a company, we recognise that our colleagues are our biggest asset and that looking after staff well-being is so, so important. Um, in fact, one of our values is that happy colleagues mean happy children. Um, and it's just so important just to, to make sure that that the people who look after our little ones are well, um, that they feel mentally well and physically well. Um, so yeah, that's my job and it's a, it's a wonderful job to have. Fab. Thank you. And, uh, Leanne, yes. yours is slightly different, but still in still a similar theme. Yeah, a little different. So I'm Leanne Angel and I am the owner of Baby Grow. So I teach baby massage and baby yoga, which everyone may think, well, what's that got to do with mental health? But, um, having retrained into this vocation I've noticed and realized how much it helps not only the babies um but the parents and carers that are actually teaching it and doing it with the little ones um just with the time out in the classes and seeing the difference in the children the help that it gets the the relief from whether it be reflux colic lack of sleep relaxation there are just so many benefits Um, And it just affects, excuse me, my voice is going, Um, it just helps with regards to mental health for the child, but also for the, the, the parent or carer that is doing it with them. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. I'm I'm sure lots of children will benefit from that. And um, if we can just go back and have a little think about Mental Health Awareness Day, and I I believe it's been running for 30 years. Mm. Um, But why, why is it suddenly or feel suddenly such an issue that we are continuing to talk about? Why now? What What is it, do you think, um, I guess, why it's so important to raise awareness for the, for the World Mental Health Day? Well, I, th- I think the momentum of, of mental health has been building for many years now. Um, and I think the pandemic has just served to highlight how important it is. I think for many people, um, aspects such as, you know, isolation, um, grief, financial difficulties, not being able to, to spend that time with family and friends, not, not to be able to, to even go out in the fresh air and to parks and, um, you know, green spaces has had a massive impact on people's mental health and well-being. And I think we're starting to also see the after effects, even as things are getting back to normal, there are still kind of consequences with regards to people recovering um, from mental health issues that have developed over over the past year and a half. So I think that's definitely shone a light on mental health. Um, And also just kind of the issues around 
mental health services and how it's not necessarily equal across the country. And that's that's actually the theme of this year's World Mental Health Day. It's health in an unequal world because it's becoming more and more apparent the kind of divide and the split in terms of what people can access to support their mental health. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's really important to, to raise awareness in general, but to also tie into the big campaigns as well, such as World Mental Health Day. I think as well, sorry to interrupt, but like it, it used to be such a taboo. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you think it would only affect a certain kind of person, but it doesn't yeah. matter who you are. As with the pandemic, you know, coronavirus would hit anybody. It doesn't matter who you are, rich, famous, poor, anything. Yeah. And mental health is just the same. But I think for us to speak about it and not necessarily just on one day, you know, mental health awareness day, it needs to be an awareness all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with regards to the baby side of it, you know, obviously the, the perina perinatal mental health, women who are during pregnancy and after. I think the pandemic has, has only, you know, accented how how the, the awareness needs to be made because the support isn't there for them at the minute. I um, can completely relate to that, Leanne. Um, because, yeah, when I had my first baby, um, it was before the pandemic and everything was open and I did baby yoga every week and all of the yeah. things that you're talking about yeah. and how it supports parents' mental health was so true for me and it was it was an opportunity not just to get out because sometimes it can be hard even just getting out of the door and yeah. I having a goal is so important each day to do something to get out in the fresh air with your baby because it's so easy sometimes you just think right I'm, I'll just stay in well, yeah, I, it's it's easy. Easy. yeah. <laughs> poo everywhere yeah, I just I know. you know but it kind of gives you first of all that motivation and then you've got that connection with other mums and yeah. helping to put things in perspective well that's what and I found in the classes that people are quite scared to come and not because cost-wise, because, you know, you're going to spend fortunes on clothes for your baby that they're going to grow out of. But if you're <laughs> going to do a class with them that, you know, is six, seven pounds a class and you think, oh, actually, but the people, the, the parents are scared to come out. It's like a, it's whether it's breastfeeding in public, it's mm. just meeting new mums. And I found that in the last, you know, six months since I've kind of reopened and done less online and more in person, that it's, it, it's getting them out there realizing that everybody's in the same boat and once you're in that room with people that are in the same situation it's like oh actually you see the shoulders relax a bit and they get to have a little bit of a social it, it it's just been so such an impact this coronavirus mm. um that to do these classes and to help the mental health of these mums I say mums it's dads as well but more so mums um it, I guess as well I was an older mum I was classed as geriatric and that already put me on a on a level that I just thought wow <laughs> that affected my mental health straight away I was like I'm geriatric I'm only 38 <laughs> but straight away they you know you're you're given a, a label and it's like oh and then if parents can't if the, the mums can't breastfeed they feel bad if they do breastfeed they feel bad there's so many yeah so many pressures isn't there yeah, that just yeah you never prepared for no and I think if we make awareness of it and realise that you're not on your own and, you you know, even these classes, I know it's different to mental health, but everything has a knock-on effect on your well-being and your mental health, whether it's the babies or mums and dads. 
So, so Leanne, if, if, a, if a parent was listening to this, you know, you say mum or dad, and, you know, they see a yoga class in their area, what would you say um, are kind of like the, the, the main, the sort of the main benefits of coming along to a, a particularly a yoga class? Yeah. So, I mean, I always start with massage with the younger babies because you can start that from about six weeks from the, the six week check. But then it, it leads in so nicely to yoga, which starts around eight to 12 weeks, depending if they were early or cesarean. It all depends because then mum has to sit on the floor and struggle. Yeah. So we have to think about those things. But so just, before, just just about the massage, what is it with that massage? Because for some mums that will be compute, completely new. I know, um, yeah. know my eldest is now 13, but I went along to a baby massage class and, and I had no idea no yeah. idea what I was, you know, what I was meant to do or what his role yeah, was. Yeah, me too. I was so, the same. Um, I so, went along just thinking, because my, my other half was like, oh gosh, this is like horse whispering for babies. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I came home and he saw how she slept, how she stopped struggling from all these different things. So I would say the baby massage is tiny little moves. Um, you know, if you don't have access to classes, obviously to have a look online. Um, but all these little moves, if you do them correctly... They help with reflux, they help with colic, constipation, wind, it strengthens the reflexes, develops the bodies, promotes the bonding with parents, improves sleep patterns. I mean, I can't, I can't sing about it enough. And then you move on to the yoga, which then helps with the cognitive behaviors, um, again, helps with the bonding, learning and social development, uh, balance, motor skills, stimulates the brain. Every little move, because the baby's taking and absorbing so much that we don't even realise. And in these classes, they're just getting it tenfold. So I I just, I, you know, obviously I do it for a living and I can't sing about it enough. But if you you can't get access to a class, which I know some areas don't do, um, you know, you have a look online. Um, I'm not going to put myself out of business, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I work around the Northwest, but, you know, all different areas across the country, you can get things online. You do these little moves. I would say go to a class because, again, you're then meeting people, but it's yeah, been difficult. It's that, yeah, it's that element as well that you say, isn't it? The actual yeah, yeah. talking Which to other mums, dads. Because I've now are... got friends who I would I, I moved to a different area in the, in the northwest um, when I gave birth and wasn't expecting to have a baby. So for me, again, being the older mum, a lot of them were in the 20s, early 30s. There's me, I'm a geriatric. And <laughs> honestly, they made me just feel... I, I don't feel any different. I may look it, but <laughs> I don't I don't feel any different than them. And we've stayed in contact ever since. So, you know, it is a little social as well, which really helped with me because to go home and again, my partner worked away. He'd be away for weeks on end. Um, and, you know, you're at home with a baby. You're like, whoa, nobody gives you a manual for this. Or what yeah. am I doing? So to, to be able to discuss and have a cup of tea with someone after the class, it's just a it's beneficial for both parent and baby. Yeah. I, I really I really hope that some of our listeners who are perhaps feeling a little tentative about making that first move because they have been, you know, for so long bringing up baby on their own because of yeah. COVID. I, I hope the words mm-hmm. that you say now will encourage some of our listeners to Yeah, I hope so. to step out and uh, and and give it a whirl and and see some of the benefits. Yeah. So so Lucy obviously you you know, you you don't work with little ones. You you work with adults, but um why is it that mental health is and well-being at work is, is such an important issue at the moment? Well, if you think about it, we work generally around 40 hours a week for somebody who works full time. Um, most of our lives are spent working. 
Um, so it makes sense that it's, you know, it's really important for us to feel good at work. Uh, but I think it, it's not only what we can do within work. Like, I mean, with Kids Planet, there's so many things that we're putting in place as an organization because we do recognize that, you know, especially throughout the whole of the pandemic, our nurseries have remained open most of the time. Um, and it can be quite a challenging job, you know, looking after little yeah. ones all the time and it can be long hours. Um, so as a company, we have implemented a number of different things. So we all know how important food is and rest for our well-being. So all of our staff um, have an hour's lunch break and they can use that flexibly. So we try and give them autonomy for, for when they use their breaks and how they use their breaks. And we always encourage staff to take their breaks. Um, another thing that we've done as a company is we've provided fresh um, fruit um, every week to every single nursery across all of our nurseries. So we have fresh fruit, crumpets, toast, beans, <laughs> um, cups of tea. We, we've provided things for, you know, a lot of our staff are working mums and dads. Sometimes they don't have time to prepare lunch. So we make sure that each week we have fresh food. Um, we also have free lunches for our staff as well because um, we understand how important that is to, to fuel yourself with with good nutritious food yeah um, but another thing that we're doing is we are rolling out a program of training for all managers so we're delivering the mental health first aid course which is the only course accredited by the royal society for public health so all managers and senior leadership team are going to be trained in that um, which is fantastic because it's all about raising awareness, increasing our knowledge and understanding of mental health and spotting the signs and symptoms early so that we can provide in-work support but also signposts to professional services as well. So there's lots and lots of things um, that, that we're actively doing. So the next 12 months is going to be a very, very busy year for Kids Planet in terms of <laughs> mental health. But I think even just as well, going back to what Leanne said, um, I think it's also about what you choose to do as an individual to look after your own mental health and well-being. And, you know, I'm sure we've got a lot of mums and dads listening to this podcast and I can't emphasise enough um, how important it is just to take that time to look after yourselves. Because um, being a parent is very difficult. It can be very challenging. Um, and I've had a baby in lockdown and outside of lockdown, which was quite interesting. So I could <laughs> really compare the difference. And obviously with my most recent baby, who's he's 11 months now, um, I had him during the, the peak of, of lockdown. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it was quite a stressful experience and very different to my first baby where I was able to go out, go to my yoga classes, meet up with the mums, get fresh air. And this time round, it was very different. And I did notice the impact on my well-being and not being able to go to those those classes. Um, luckily, because I've known Leanne for a long time, she was <laughs> able to pop round and help me and meet <laughs> up with me. And, and that's so nice. Give me all of the tips. That. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, my babies both had reflux. Um, so just just having somebody to speak to. And Leanne is, is so passionate about um, baby yoga and I mean her little girl <laughs> she she's just amazing um, well we practice it together in fact I'm now hopefully going to well I'm in the process of training to teach children's yoga because 
I do it with my little one who, for her, it's second nature. And this is what I love, the fact yeah. that she yoga even for an adult now they're like "Ooh, should I do that how do you do that <laughs> you know and even walking into an exercise class as an adult is daunting so yeah, first time it can yeah, be yeah like and to walk in a gym anything <clears throat> like that if you're if it's not your environment it's like whoa yeah. so for a child to know that second nature and my daughter's just gone back to school and um they've asked me if I teach but I'm like oh I'm not qualified yet but once qualified I will go in and make it a fun way so that they don't really know they're doing yoga but they are actually for their mental health and their physical well-being, are moving without knowing that, you know, it's not PE and it's not football and, it, you know, it's not the, the typical, yeah. but it, it will become second nature. And now my daughter will say, and I'm, I'm not preaching, but she will just say, can we do some yoga? And I just think, oh, how lovely. And <laughs> but it's just normal for her, yeah, isn't it? She's just yeah, grown up with it. And that's how I think it should be for all children that it's a time out but actually it's still physical so yeah. you're getting the benefits both sides um and so is the parent because now she's a bit older she can actually do it on her own so i'm like yeah. okay i'll go make dinner and she'll go and do that and i think oh my goodness i've got half an hour amazing. i feel like i've gone deaf <laughs> but it, it's it's a it's a win-win there's just no there's no negatives to it at all and you know that's all i could say about it it's it is brilliant, but but you know, for some parents, lots of parents, it's it's a challenging to find that time to you know to look after themselves. Yeah. How I mean, how can you advise parents, you know, who who are really struggling, I guess, with just taking care of themselves because that self care is so important, isn't it? When they've got little ones, and you know, that's their priority. Yeah. What what's what things can you advise? How do you encourage them to to take that time out for themselves? Are you going Lucy or is it me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I'm sure we've got lots to say about that. Like, <laughs> I've spoken. Go on. You. <laughs> I suppose for me, it's the simple things. It's about doing what works for you. Um, so I think often, you know, being a busy parent, um, it can be difficult. Time is, a pre- is at a premium, isn't it? So it's about using your time as effectively as you can. Um, so batch cooking is can be really useful. So, you know, doing all your cooking from fresh and freezing it in individual portions. So you've got healthy meals throughout the week. Um, I've just subscribed to HelloFresh, actually, which has been quite... Um, since returning to work, it's been a really useful way of getting those fresh meals, but not having to go around the supermarket and, you know, weigh it all out and decide what you're going to have. You know, It's, it's already done there for you. Yeah. But also what I'd say is just consider how, how you might turn something that's maybe quite mundane that you have to do every day, like the folding, the washing, doing the cooking, things like that, taking the rubbish out. How can you turn that into a mindful experience so I hate doing washing I absolutely I'll be honest I can't stand it and I can hear the washing machine on in the background (laughs) as we speak and I know it's going to be there for me and I'm going to have to fold it all up but I've actually trained myself to kind of enjoy the process now so when I'm folding the clothes um I smell you know the the fabric conditioner and I engage my senses and um and each time I fold a little piece of clothing it's if it's my little boy's baby grow or trousers or socks I kind of just have a sense of gratitude that I'm folding these clothes for them and then my little family um so I think practicing gratitude you know evidence shows how good it is for our mental health but also just taking your time and being mindful and and 
trying to enjoy the process um you know so that yeah just just turning the mundane into a mindful experience is mm. is what i would recommend i've been playing podcasts while i do my washing and this <laughs> this just says it for me like i'll put on uh, calm or you know anything that's just chilled just for 5 minutes just to, something, something that just keeps you in that moment rather yeah, than thinking because, about you know, the, yeah, 101 things to do. Exactly. And, you know, my little one, they, she's amazing, but they all have their moments and you don't want to snap. And it's, you know, it's my fault. I'm in a mood because of whatever. And I will literally just have that five minutes um, just to put on, even if it's a piece of music, I just breathe, just relax. And even my little one now, she <laughs> she was in a swimming lesson and she'd swallowed the water and she got all stressy, stressy. And straight away, she came up and she was like, <gasps> and she did the hand, like, you know, when you breathe in, bring your hand up and bring your hand down to breathe out. And I thought, you're doing that at five years of age. Because she's seen me do that thinking, do not snap, do not lose it because there's crumbs on the floor, because those crumbs are not going to kill anyone. Just calm down. It yeah, can't be yeah. done all straight away. Nothing, you know, I'm not Mary Poppins. And, you know, okay, I only have one child. I have a, a stepdaughter who comes on a weekend, which is amazing, who makes the biggest mess because she's a teenager. And, <laughs> you know, I love her dearly. And I think, do you know what? It, it it will get tidied. Stop worrying about it. You know, we put so much pressure on ourselves yeah. to have things done now, 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 where you just need to just go, no, actually. Like I call my other half manana man, everything. I'll do, it to, <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And I think, do you know what? As much as I wouldn't do it tomorrow, I'll probably do it at midnight. I just need to realise that it doesn't need to be there and then. And I think as, yeah. a, as a new mum, you know, washing and this and that and I've got to do this. You just think, no. Yeah, we, we just take on so much, don't we? It's yeah. That, it's that, whether it's, you know, to please somebody else yeah. or the inability to say no to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know my mum says, you know, I can't believe your kids do so many things. She said, you didn't <laughs> do it as a, you know, you just didn't do it when I, yeah. you know. 30 odd years ago mm-hmm. but we just seem to add this sort of generation just we take on more and more yeah. and it's no wonder that we find ourselves you know the, the way that we do wheel. yeah we're on, on a hamster wheel. hamster wheel yeah so I guess I guess you kind of covered that but if if you were both to offer three top tips for nurturing um good well-being what would they what, what would your number one top tip probably be I'll let you go Leanne first <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Is this personally for me or with baby? I think one of each. If you could prep one of your own that you do and maybe what you would perhaps advise for relating to baby, that would be good. Well, for me personally, uh, my my headspace is exercise. So um, through lockdown, I mean, I'm not, I don't really enjoy the gym. Yes, I go, but I don't enjoy it. But I was training for the marathon back, I was supposed to do it in April 2020. It's now been pushed to April 2022. So thankfully, we still had that hour of exercise. To me, that saved me. Um, I could get out the house, no offence to my beautiful other half and my daughter and stepdaughter, but you need no matter I mean god these people that have multiple children Lucy I take my hat off to you with two children (laughs) under two (laughs) Um, you need I don't know if Lucy agree but you just need a bit of headspace so for me it was it was running whether it be walking running people say to me I can't run it's not about what type of exercise just get out yeah you know whether it's raining whatever just put a a brolly up and go just yeah 
20 minutes fresh air. that's all you need that's all you need so that that for me that was on my own and then with a little one um i guess it's just the connection being between the two of you and giving them the time because sometimes as much as you're doing things with them you don't sit and listen to them so for me it was just listening to my little one because you know, there's a time when she was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. And you're like, oh, but what do you mean? You don't want to go here and do this and I'm spending this. It's not about the spending of the money. It's just sitting there and listening to them. We yeah. drew a picture. You know, it, it's nothing monetary. It doesn't have to be. Because, you know, not everyone has got that 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 opportunity to, to do it. Yeah, yeah. to spend yeah. that. So it's just, for me, listening to them. I mean, it's easy to say when they're, you know, two months old or whatever. But again, you can listen to them with the baby massage and the baby yoga because if yeah. they're struggling and they're tensed up, you know they're struggling with whether it be colic, reflux, the, the little moves, and then that brings a bonding. So yeah. it, it's a, you know, it's a knock-on effect if, of listening then then helps them beneficially. And I guess it's it's in that way, it's about being present, isn't it? Trying yeah. to be present yeah. in that Which is moment. not always easy. <laughs> Which is absolutely not always because you know, we come back to it, we've got 101 other things that we that yeah. we always need to be doing. But then you but, think you do it at work, you would well, do this yeah. and you've got, you know, your post-it notes everywhere, I'm going to do this at this time. So you know what, it's the kind of the same thing. It is a job. It's making that time. It's a job yeah. without a manual or, you know, without anyone telling you what to do. You've, you're winging it, but yeah. it's yeah. giving yourself that time. <laughs> and and Lucy, your thoughts on you know a top tip for nurturing good well-being? Yeah, I, I think for me it's about connecting with other people. Um, however you do that, just making sure that you have those regular connections and those meaningful relationships. Um, and I've noticed since since working for Kids Planet as well, um, whenever I visit a different nursery and we've got 80 odd of them, it's unbelievable. Each nursery is its own little planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, but what has been really heartening and heartwarming is to see the relationships that staff have with each other and how supportive they are, and they're genuinely happy in what they're doing. Um, and I've actually learned a lot from them, um, and it's, it's really encouraged me to nurture more of my relationships. Um, so at the weekend, I, I met up with a friend from university who I've not seen in a long, long time, uh, and I stayed over at her house, and she's got two little boys like me, and her parents looked after them, and my husband looked after mine. And we booked it in, because if you don't book it in, it never happens. Um, <laughs> yep. And it did me the world of God. So I, I arrived there feeling quite run down and quite tired. And I left the next day feeling rejuvenated, like I've had a conversation with somebody who really understood what was going on. And it really, and the effects of that have lasted into the beginning of this week. Um, and, you know, even having this conversation today and connecting with yourself and with Leanne, you know, it, it's just so important that that we support one another um, as human beings. I think that's our biggest, our biggest asset as human yeah. beings, our relationship. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you. Um, Leanne, can you tell our listeners how they... Uh, get hold of you or if they want to start baby yoga or massage where where would they find your details yes so i am a baby grow ltd short for limited um on instagram and facebook you can email me um it is baby grow limited L- uh, i'm gonna say ltd again uh, yeah. at outlook.com um 
best way is obviously social media and I can do one-to-ones if you are quite you know a bit fearful of going into classes um but currently I'm based at David Lloyd in Bolton um a lot of the time because they have a fantastic space there and great facilities to use afterwards uh cafe facilities baby facilities um but depending on the demand of where the classes are obviously if there's only one or two it's quite difficult because the room is so big and to yeah. cover costs and stuff but um if the demand is there i can sort out spaces um but yes i can come to people's homes if they want to do if they have a group of mum friends that they want to do at the house there are so many different options but the uh, best way so just get yeah. best best way through through social media through instagram yeah. what i would yeah. say as well is because i have a whatsapp group with um a lot of my mum friends and that can be a really good way of you know just saying hey everyone who wants to get together and it's with people that you know and it's and you feel comfortable with. yeah yeah, yeah. And get in touch with leanne and try and range arrange a time together i think that's that's yeah. um Maybe yeah, definitely. probably the easiest way of doing it too. Yeah. Super. Thank you both. Now, um, this is my last podcast, not the last um, oh. all things early years, but my <laughs> last podcast. So I'll ask the very last question, which I've asked um, every time to both of you. And that is, if you could take one thing to a desert island and only one thing, what item would that be and why? And I'll ask Lucy that first. Oh, no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. Oh, my goodness. That's so difficult. Um, it would probably be... I was going to say my husband, but then I thought, really? that, how, how much oh, no. would annoy me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, well, no, I'd, I'd probably say um, a, a good book. And there's so many to choose from that I can't pick right now. But um, a good book that you wouldn't mind reading over and over again. Over and over and over <laughs> again. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Fab. Leanne, Leanne, what about you? Oh, you see, I'm going to have to have music, but it would just depend. You know, if I can't charge something, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but I'd need a playlist. I can't live without music. Whether you know it, no matter what mood you're in. So. Hmm. music music yeah. with something to music be able to access it on. yeah of some sort yes fabulous i was going to say my bamboo pillow but that's you know <laughs> <laughs> you could say that that would be the first you own on a desert island <laughs> yeah, you, probably, you probably could couldn't you well thank you so much both um as i say thank you, you for need- having me a pleasure if you need more information on uh, world mental health day please um reach out have a look on social media thank you both for our guests today um, join us again for another episode of all things early years take care bye-bye thanks for joining us and to our guests today tune in next month and in the meantime pop over to our website and follow us on social media kids planet working together to inspire your world